Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hear Me See Me podcast is sponsored by Zenoti, the number one cloud software for salons and spas. Because when people feel good, they find their greatness. I am Stuart Roberts, and I'm really excited to introduce my new podcast, Hear Me See Me. It's just over five years ago, I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realised, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, but some of them, it is their job. I'd had this idea after being inspired by a guy in America I'd seen cutting hair on the streets and seeing the difference it made to the guys who were there. This is more than a job. This is a calling. Hello, this is Stuart from Hear Me See Me podcast, and today I'm really, really grateful to speak to a wonderful lady um, who I've, I've learned a lot about who does some wonderful charity work and um, today I'm speaking to the Duchess of York hello 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 how are it's you it's great to talk to you I'm phenomenally fabulous how are you phenom- are you phenomenally fabulous I'm, I'm wonderful yeah I'm so, I thought you were I thought you were wonderful <laughs> I always say that because the thing is if I keep saying it I may believe it yeah, but isn't it so much more fun to say that? Because yeah. then everyone doesn't want someone to say, oh, my wife's not Do you find that? Do you find it actually throws people sometimes? Yeah, completely. Yeah. They're, they're expecting us to go into sort of, um, into sort of, oh, well, you know, I'm tired. Yeah. No, forget that. <laughs> no. Exactly. It, it works every time. Um, I was going to... Uh, Right, thanks again for just speaking to me. I, I uh, was going to ask you first, you know, like uh, on, on personally, how. I mean, obviously we're in this sort of mad situation, you know, the, the, the lockdown and the COVID, and how, how, how did that affect you at the beginning, and, and how have you coped with it? Uh, well, uh, I think that um, it makes me be more humble and more grateful and more loving. And uh, and I've I've um, I'm I really have a, a huge. Um, I mean, I'm just so grateful to the NHS workers and to all you workers, the key workers, the local heroes, the the people that are really out there, but driving buses or the people that are going around like you are going around to support uh, people that are rough sleeping. And, and it just is extraordinary, the unity of this country. And, and I'm really excited um, to see that the loving hand of friendship and kindness coming from people. And, uh, and so it, it gives me uh, strength every minute of the day to want to do more, to make sure if I was a rough sleeper, what would I want? Which is why we've done these bags, because mm. I would want to know that someone had thought about my whether we had something to lie on or a, or on a cold rainy night that I had some something to cover me with, and um, and that's really who I am, and and that's what I've been like all my life. So I think my grandmother taught me said when when you feel bad about yourself, give to others, and you'll soon wake up. Wise woman. Wise woman. woman. Yeah. But I think I think also you know one of my oldest friends died 
of cancer about three weeks ago. And mm. I think, you know, I longed to say goodbye to her. And I think there are many, many people all over the world that that can't say the proper goodbyes to their loved ones. No. I think this is something that Sarah's Trust is going to campaign for after after uh, when the lockdown finishes. Mm. Um, perhaps do a fund to help um, so that people can write in and we can help them pay for their funerals or pay for a loving moment that they can say goodbye to their mm. loved ones. Yeah, definitely. Mm. It's been very... Uh, it was really odd. The, the, the Friday that before the lockdown, I went to a funeral um, and, and it was such a surreal situation because we all had to sit apart in the queues and, and we hadn't actually been knocked down. Um, and it, 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 I, I can't imagine what it's like for people now, you know, in, in this situation. And, um, I, and, I, and I also worry terribly about, you know, the people that are really on the tall, tall buildings and apartment blocks that can't get yeah. out. And yeah. I, I mean, I just, I think that's what every minute of my day is that I've got to find a way to, to make someone smile or to just bring the joy that I have in my heart. And I'm so blessed. Mm. And my girls are so superb. And I just think that uh, why that's why we, Sarah, Wade and I have done Sarah's Trust because I want 100% of the funds raised go, to go to the person. So mm. it, it will be a first, in, I think, in charity history that... Um, this organisation does give 100% of the money to whoever needs it. Yeah, yeah, and which is crucial, uh, and especially when someone like myself who's been on the front line and with, with stuff that you really see, you ex- experience how desperate some people are in, in many forms. You know, like it comes in so many forms. Um, well, you were, you were on, you were, weren't you, Stuart? You were. Weren't you on? Weren't you? Didn't you rush sleep for a bit or not? Uh, well, it was. I, I, I had. Um, I, think I, I, I'm 14 years sober, so uh, I was there, but for the grace of God. Uh, and then what I did, my recovery led me to help other people in recovery, and then that's where my empathy comes from, because I was only just. You know, I still had a family, just, and I still had a business, just, and, you know, so, and, and I, I, I really feel for the guys when I meet them and I see them, and they're me just that little further step along, um, and that's where I get my connection with them, you know. Yeah, okay, you see, so that's why, uh, Stuart, that, 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 that's amazing, that, mm. I, I was still, I was so nearly there, just, you know, those are the yeah. words. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it's enough to make you realise that um, you've got, you know, and it takes it takes someone to, to help someone uh, who's got the similar. I, I can when I'm when I'm working with someone like that, I can um, really relate, uh, and they trust me because they they know I know what they're talking about when you know they're struggling with different dependencies and all these things. They really do trust you, and it because it comes through. Yeah, because um, you've been there, yeah. Yeah, that, most definitely. Um, and so that's how we first, uh, you know, our paths met because uh, I, I got message to say about that you had these, um, Sarah's Trust was going to be doing these kit bags and um, we, we decided to, or someone said that they'd, they'd send them our way, you know, and it was amazing because we've got this network across the UK that... Um, that we could, we know the front lines of where people are still working and active, and 
you kindly donated them to us. As I said, it, it, it's direct, a direct effect, isn't it, to the right people? I suppose. I think I think that's what it is, Stuart. I think the most key thing is is that a lot of people. Um, that's why Sarah's trust is so good because you got me and then you got Sarah Wade, um, and then and because a lot of people might say, yeah, right, sure. What, what does she know about sleeping rough? And, yeah. you know, who does she think she is? And all this sort of, you know, you've got to love that. <laughs> and I always say to anyone yeah. when I ring, I go, I'm just the Duchess of York pub down the road, because then they laugh. <laughs> and immediately they then go, oh, yeah. okay, yeah, I yeah. You. you know, she's yeah. just Sarah. I mean, yeah. I think that, I think um, the newspapers have done a good job, you know, and I think, and I think um, a lot of people have their own views um, on me, oh. as well as, you know, 50% yeah. like you, 50% don't. But, but I think if the minute you go into fear or the minute you go into worrying what people think is the minute you don't do your job. And my job is in service to people like you, Stuart, and your yeah. team. Uh, my job is to, is to go where, where people might not want to go, I, I go. And uh, and that's what we do. Sarah, Sarah and I have done this for I don't know how many years. We've done it together. But now we're just going live with Sarah's trust because yeah. uh, because Sarah, like you, Stuart, but Sarah and I actually go into the field, so we we know yeah. the due diligence is right, and we know that who, who we're supporting. They've done it themselves, so we're we're not going to just throw it to someone else to do and not do it ourselves. No, no. And I did and live rough. I did live rough. I rough slept um, in. Um, it was on Bucharest and um, I yep. went to the train station and I wrote about it that I decided that with Médecins Sans Frontières and I decided that a charity called Médecins Sans Frontières I yeah. decided that I'd better go and see what it was like because yeah, I can't I can't possibly do what I'm doing if I don't know what it feels like and yeah. I'll never forget it I went into the train station and I found this fabulous little chap uh, who was 15 years old and he said he said, don't worry, come with me. And we went and raided the dustbins of, I think, McDonald's at the <laughs> yeah. time. Yeah. And I was so grateful to um, to the, the cardboard boxes um, that had been thrown out by McDonald's uh, yeah. that kept me warm all night. Um, yeah. Eventually, I went to um, America, found Ronald McDonald's house charities and said, I think I should like to come and work for you because you kept me warm overnight. <laughs> I love that. I love that. I mean, but straight away, I'm not shocked at all that a young guy said, come with me. Because that's been my experience of, you know, because people get scared. I mean, you must have been very fearful at the time. But my experience is that people look look out for each other, even where you least expect it. Uh, Absolutely. Absolutely. And there was another girl. Um, Romana, and she came from Romania, so the, he called her Romana, and yeah. um, and she was with me, and she was just 12, coming into puberty, and he, he I said, what are you going to do about this? And he said, don't worry, remember, you're, you're, you're in Bucharest, and yet he's speaking fluent English, I mean, come on, and he goes, he goes, don't worry, I'll look after her, and I said, well, how yeah. do you look after her when she needs personal hygiene products? And yeah. He said, uh, he said, don't worry, we, we get it, we sort it. And it was that yeah. beautiful moment where I saw uh, children helping children, uh, young adults yeah. helping young adults. And, and the kit bag, that's why I was adamant that, you know, Chris Hancock in the kit bag should do yeah. a great job for us. But what, we, we 500 kit bags, you know, and, and yeah. we put in personal hygiene products because I remember Ramala telling me that story. Yeah. That's a crucial thing. I mean, uh, personal hygiene for women on the street, you know, is, is something that does get overlooked. 
Um, and people often say, oh, I'll buy coffee now. So, you, you know, it's things like that. It's some clean underwear and, and, and those little essentials that we don't think of. Um, yeah. We, you know, it, I, I drove to, we split it to our key people across the UK to, to get the, the kit bags from you. And I, I went to Luton to pick mine up and then I drove them to Bethnal Green to a wonderful project called Tuesday Night Bites and, and they're still active and they're still feeding guys there. And um, I got stopped at the traffic lights for a guy who was asking for money. And it was great because I could lean behind me and I gave him a kit back. <laughs> and he was oh, nice. pleased, yeah, at the traffic oh. lights. And every, three, three cars in front obviously wouldn't open their window because, you know, you know, they were worried about COVID and things. And his face, when I could reach behind me, go, here, mate, have one of these. And he's like, oh, thanks, mate. <laughs> really good. <laughs> Oh my God! What a great story! I love it. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'd love to do. That's yeah. great. well. I think we, I'm doing. I'm making another fifty kit bags up to up um, up uh, tomorrow. Um, yeah. Once all the bags come in, then maybe I can Sarah so they can come your way. But yeah. they're going to be very, very. They're, Stuart, they're going to be my, my personal sort of touch on them. So yeah. I, not, you don't get one personal hygiene pad. You get at least ten. You know, right, I'm okay. way overboard with a bit of yeah. hands too. Yeah, yeah. So you've, and like I did see, I mean, you've been doing this a long, long time, as you say, you, you've given a lot of your life over to doing this stuff, haven't you? Um, what, what, so what, I know you said about your mum, but what motivates you to do this? My great grandma it was actually. I was a great grandma, yeah. Yeah, great grandma. Um, uh, Oh, uh, no, grandmother, grandmother. Grandmother, uh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Uh, what motivates me to do it is that, you, that sure, the thing is, is that um, I have learned more in all my troubles and since 92 when I started Children in Crisis. Um, I realized that the smile of a child, uh, it actually changes my minute of my day. Yeah. And, and, and I, don't know, it, I don't know what it is in my heart, but it just, I have to do it. I, mm. I have to do it. And, uh, and you can't, when you really are from the heart on, on, on charity work, you don't really, you can't explain it because it's just in your blood. Uh, how do you explain it? I don't know, Sarah Wade, how do you explain it? How do you explain yours then? Have you ever known since you were 20 years old in Romania and you're fluent in Re- Romanian? Mm-hmm. Hi, Stuart, I'm here. Hello. Yeah, pressure. Um, I don't know. I think for us, I think the moment that you see and you're exposed to things like that, then it's a natural, yeah. isn't it? It becomes naturally in you that you have that empathy and you're driven to do it, I guess, or to help people like that. So I think being exposed to things, is, that's the first step, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think um, I think there's certain, you come to certain crossroads in your life and, uh, and you, they they just change you. You know, my my first day was I was doing some I was volunteering anyway to work with people with addictions um, at a local Salvation Army. I used to go once a week and do a little um, talk, you know, um, little group discussion with people who are struggling. And just that first, I thought next week I'm going to cut some hair. And just cutting that first person's hair, the touch and the reaction of someone who you know for the first time someone had bothered to talk to them and make it make a difference it's intoxicating you know it, it's like it replaced the things i was looking for because <laughs> i'd i'd looked a long time in my life 
for the wrong things to fill that in me. <laughs> and then this <laughs> one thing did it. How do you, how, how do you, how did you know how to cut hair? Have, have you been, have you got, Oh yeah. Really? You had yeah. Her? Oh yeah. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I've been a hairdresser 40 years, you know. Um, and to be honest, it was, a, it was, it was just purely by chance. I'd been, I've been hairdressing a long time. It's like anyone does anything for a long time. They get a bit tired of it and it's, they lose their initial passion as left, left them. But I saw a guy in America on Facebook doing these haircuts on the streets of New York. And I thought, that's amazing. I'm going to, and this would spur me on to the following week. But when I go and do my talk, I go an hour early, take my scissors, and I'll do some cuts on the guys that come in for some food. Right, um, okay. so and it went from there. With, we need to team up with you when we have our, and we're going to launch a Sarah's Trust Tea Room, which is going to travel round. So we give everyone uh, a nice cup of tea while uh, they're saying what they need. And you can cut yeah. hair. So we can, oh, we definitely. Can, well, well, definitely. Can, I better go. I better go, Stuart. Right. Well, have you got one more question for me, sir? Oh, you've got to go, right. I've got one more. Well, um, if you want your tip bags for tomorrow, I've got to go and pack <laughs> You've got to go and get them packed up. Yeah. I, do, I do appreciate that. Um, well, for the future, what do you see the future of the trust? Oh, my goodness, Stuart. Um, I'm sorry, it's a big one, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not. No, it's not. We go, we, I've always said the same. I, it, I, I, it, we just go... Uh, where the need is, and yeah. and we go even in in uh, refugee camps in Rohingya or in Liberia, Africa, yeah. Ghana. Um, we we in this country, uh, like we we go Marie Curie, for example, go and support them. Sarah yeah. Trust is about supporting already existing foundations yeah. and charities right. um, to see how we can best uh, work in unity and community spirit. Um, exactly. in, and the, all the work is done by Sarah at Humanitas and her team there, who must do a huge shout out for Humanitas yeah. and the workers there, um, and Sarah who runs that, because that's why we can say it's Sarah's Trust, 100% of the money goes to, to the person, because right. all the project work is done by Sarah Humanitas and that team. Right. So I can't thank everyone enough, Stuart, and including yeah. you. But no, the thank future, you. The, the, the future, this is my world. And if you put right. two S's together, you get a heart. So Sarah and Sarah, <laughs> Sarah, and Sarah are here in service in order yeah. to do what's needed. One last thing, and I'll I, I push you and go. Well, if ever you're in Whitechapel, come and see us. <laughs> I'd love for you to come and meet the guys in Whitechapel yeah. if ever you I can. Know. On the Monopoly board, I always walk by Whitechapel. Yeah, well, you, you come along and you'll meet some of the one, most wonderful people you've ever met, I promise you. Okay, well, <laughs> put the brew on because I'm coming in with oh. Sarah. Sarah's Trust is launching in the next few weeks. Um, right. It's called Brew for the Crew and it's going to, all the questions going to help you guys. So we're coming right. in. Fantastic. We will. Always always ready with a cup of tea. Thank you very much for your help. Thank you. Thank you, Stuart, for all you're doing. You're an amazing man. Thank you. No, no, really. I don't say those words lightly. It, we can't do this without you. I appreciate so you, it. You've inspired your family and, the, and take the dust out of it now because you've kept your family together by your strength. So Thank you very much. Thank you. Books, my yes, yes. Thank you for your time. Thank you. It's just over five years ago. I did something that changed my life. What it did, more than I could have ever realized, it helped me. I have met some absolutely amazing people, some of the people that work in some of these places. Many of them are volunteers, 
but some of them, it is their job. This is more than a job, this is a calling.